Welcome to another session of Technology uh, by Performance. I'm Ken Umansky, your host, as we explore more of the world of technology. Today, my guest is Joe Alpat, the co-founder and chief technology officer at LionGuard. He's a leading authority on how to secure modern IT infrastructure at scale, with more than 20 years of experience managing IT infrastructure. Before starting LionGuard, Joe owned, operated, and sold an IT-managed service provider that served government, mid-market, and small to medium-sized businesses. Joe was honored as a channel chief by CRN in 2020, 2021, and 2022. He graduated with honors and has a BS degree in computer science from Trinity University and is a certified information systems security professional. Welcome, Joe, and thanks for joining me today. How is everything going? Good, Ken. Uh, I'm doing good and happy to be here. How are you doing? I'm good. Well, let me start by saying with IT security, a hot topic in the technology space, I bet you're staying pretty busy. Yeah, it uh, feels like the cyber risk environment is just getting more and more intense. Uh, just look at the global environment we're in with uh, two, honestly, two wars happening uh, simultaneously. That's just an indication of what's going on uh, also on the cyber side where there's just so much that we need to be careful about in protecting our environment. So it's uh, it's a busy time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let me ask you the first question, and it's it's pretty uh, interesting question. The name Lion Guard is a pretty interesting name. What's the story behind it, and how did you come up with it? Yeah, it's a it's a good question. Uh, you know, when uh, you know my co-founder Vincent and I uh, went off to to work on this uh, this next business that we started, uh, which was Lion Guard back in 2015. Uh, rewind back just a little bit behind that, we were actually finishing up at our previous managed service provider. Uh, where we uh, worked with two other business partners to support mid-market and uh, enterprise environments around practic uh, protecting their infrastructure. Uh, and so when we decided we wanted to, to go off and build something new, um, you know, I, I happened to be uh, in East Africa at a certain point, and uh, I was uh, in the Serengeti. My wife actually sells safaris. Uh, oh, that's cool. So yeah, it's a great gig. <laughs> so yeah. so you, you've been to Africa quite a few times, I bet. Yep, I, I've been several times, and uh, my wife always gets the uh, interesting remarks at parties. Most people say, "Oh, the IT guy pushed me aside, and they want to talk about parties." <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been several times, and really, you know, just looking at uh, lions, and um, you know, just being inspired by the animals. At the same time, thinking through, you know, the fact that we were thinking about building. Uh, a company that was focused around securing uh, infrastructure. We thought about, you know, thought about names that uh, would portray strength, uh, would portray uh, portray a sense of security. And uh, out of that, uh, you know, the, the name Line Guard was uh, was born. Uh, and so, you know, the domain name was available, and uh, I kept sitting on it. And my wife said, "Why don't you just buy the domain name?" <laughs> and I did. So you uh, did, right? Well. Interesting. I haven't heard of a company that really was uh, stimulated or, or the idea behind it was a safari. So uh, that's kind of <laughs> unique. That's cool. Um, let me ask a question. Why does the world need the solutions that you guys are providing at LionGuard, and particularly in the context of the current IT and security challenges that uh, companies are facing? 
Yeah, I mean, it, it. honestly, we are part of a larger ecosystem of so many players that are focused around, um, you know, cybersecurity and specifically around uh, protecting uh, the security posture of uh, businesses. And, you know, this, this is hard work. You know, most uh, CISOs and CIOs uh, will always refer to a phrase where they say it's going to take a lot of blocking and tackling. And you hear that phrase a lot. Mm. Uh, and what that means, it's all it's a lot of little things. And it's like hurting chickens uh, to try to protect environments in in a manner that that gives you a feeling that you're you're actually making improvements. And so with that in mind, our, you know, our our focus is around continuously monitoring the security posture, identifying the, you know, the security controls uh, in an automated way. And and then, you know, quickly telling, um, you know, the operator where the weaknesses exist. And this is something that, um, you know, is showing up um, and has showed up historically with compliance requirements, right? Very mm-hmm. common place there, um, you know, where you, you know, you have things like HIPAA, you know, you have things like PCI, where these topics of security posture have come up. Security frameworks like NIST exist, um, such as CIS uh, mm-hmm. that exist. Same thing. They're actually speaking about your security posture and more so now, what's interesting is what we're seeing um, out there that every business is facing this challenge around cyber insurance, where um, many of us have large customers, and those largest customers are going to be the first ones to demand, mm-hmm. if you don't really have it, that you carry cyber liability insurance. And why is that? Because they're looking at their third-party risk. And so we're seeing this domino effect happening where it's your customer's customer. You know, it's like it's, it's this chain of folks. Yeah, are expecting that everyone is managing their cyber risk in a much more appropriate way. And this is why continuously monitoring security posture is so important. I imagine as more security breaches happen, visibility of the need for more higher security is really going to grow. It sounds like you're in a really good spot. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, some would say it's a very difficult spot, right? It's challenging, uh, you know, position to be in to try and stay on top of these things. Uh, but it, but it, without a doubt, but it's it's a reason why um, you know Vincent and I got in the business. Uh, it's a, it's a reason why uh, Michelle, um, you know, who is has now come on as a CEO in April, uh, joined the team to to lead us. Um, and it's it's because the environment is getting uh, worse and worse. Yeah, and there needs is. to be a better better solution to to managing security. You look at things like the MGM, uh, you know, uh, situation in in Vegas mm. and the breaches there. Yeah, they're very visible. Uh, and the impact is very visible. Uh, so it's it's something that is top of mind for for most business to say, well, how is my risk being addressed? Yeah, absolutely. Well, let me ask you, um, if you could discuss a little bit the types of technology that uh, our listeners should be adding to their stack uh, to enhance security and risk management. And how does LionGuard, uh, how, how do you complement these technologies? You know, you know, it's interesting. You could run through all kinds of frameworks, all kinds of methods to go pick apart all the things that you should do around cybersecurity uh, to protect your environments. And what I have found through analyzing the industry for so long is I love to find, you know, what's what's the short list, right? There's so many things you can do. Um, how do you prioritize the most important things? And the, the recent, like over the last year, year and a half, the recent uh, insight that I've gained uh, has been that, well, who's most impacted by these breaches? Definitely the businesses. 
But what we've seen is that cyber insurers who have uh, potentially millions or billions of dollars at play mm. have the most to lose because they're carrying the risk of all of these businesses. Right. So they ask specific questions and questionnaires around why, you know, do you have X, Y, and Z set up? Do you have this deployed? You, you start to realize why you need to pay attention to those controls because we've worked our way back to them to understand, well, why are you doing this? Well, guess what? They have their actuaries. They have their statist statisticians and they've had to pay for those ransomware events. And what did they do? They researched the root cause and they researched the root cause to find out how do we mitigate our risk? Because we can't exist as a business if we have to keep paying these things out at the right. rate that we had to. And so when you think about it that way, I, that's what I've started to realize is that the inner circle of the set of security controls that matter most are actually being identified by these cyber insurers. And it is a crosswalk to other frameworks. And those frameworks do cover a larger set of controls. But the way I look at it is if you haven't done these, then focus on these first, these set of controls. Mm -hmm. And what are those set of controls? The number one thing, and you will get rejected all day long by a cyber insurer if you don't have this in place, multi-factor authentication on your primary email solution, which would typically be something like a Microsoft 365 or a Google Workspace. If you don't have Microsoft, if you don't have multi-factor authentication enabled, forget it. You are not insurable, right? So that's something that that without a doubt is the number one thing. And so how does LionGuard address this? Well, we inspect those systems to identify those weaknesses and help you facilitate making sure that you have full coverage uh, around multi-factor authentication. And we work with IT service providers that are doing that for hundreds and thousands of mm. businesses themselves, right? So those yeah. are the the players that use our software. But more to that is around email security. Are the email security settings set up correctly? And there are three-letter acronyms and four-letter acronyms I can throw around like SPF, Vendor Policy Framework, DKIM, DMARC. These are settings that on your, um, regarding email security that should be set up properly so that you can set uh, yourself up in, in a better situation to reduce the chance of people spoofing you or uh, for spam uh, to be as high as it should be um, and, and bring that back down again. Uh, so I would say those types of controls are important. And yes, yet another thing that LionGuard inspects and, and uh, analyzes along with other email security controls. And then really past that, I can, I can jump down to the endpoint, which is basic things. Do you have, uh, you know, is encryption enabled on, on the drives, um, you know, that of your uh, laptops? Um, so that's a bit locker uh, on uh, Windows and, and that's File Vault on a Mac. Um, those are the typical ones that are inbuilt. And why is that important? Well, what happens when someone steals your laptop and there's vital data on there that should not be accessed by anyone? You better hope it's encrypted uh, because if it isn't, uh, then it's e easily stolen. Um, so why that's important, right? So the others are around, is RDP or remote desktop enabled? Can someone easily remotely access that machine? Uh, are the firewalls enabled? Uh, on the device, and no doubt, uh, is there an endpoint detection and response solution or managed detection and response solution in place uh, around uh, on that uh, endpoint? And these are both, uh, when I say endpoint, what I mean are, are Windows, workstations, laptops, Mac OS devices, as well as servers. So those could be any type of server, right? So so those that's what I mean by endpoints. 
those are some of the top things that I would tell you, just, you know, make sure that those things are in place and I could keep going on and on. I know mm. we don't have all day, uh, but that's basic breathing. And then from there you, you go further. And, and my recommendation is if you don't know what I just covered, um, you know, talk to an MSP that, that you would trust or, or find or, or get in touch with us. Um, and then we can, we can get you connected with, uh, with somebody who can help. Right. And, and this is something that's super important. Well, you've made me feel totally insecure about my uh, security system. So um, we'll talk afterward. Uh, absolutely. Sounds good, Ken. Um, can you tell me what the future of continuous security uh, posture management's about? And what do you think is going to happen here? Yeah. So, you know, when you think about risk, um, it isn't something that uh, gets audited once a year. Um, I always like to say uh, the the attacker is not waiting for your annual audit, right? They're they're coming at you all the time, and what that means is that you're you're in a risky environment uh, twenty four by seven. So what that means is that continuously monitoring and protecting your infrastructure is also critical. And so insurers know this. Um, they're also leading down this path. Uh, warranty players are, are leading in this path, where everyone is looking to understand. How is the security posture of this uh, end business on a regular basis? And are they in compliance with the requirements that we set forth or we agreed upon uh, to reduce that risk? And I think of uh, you know Progressive uh, and their way to monitor how an ins- a car uh, in you know insure uh, insured individual uh, would be driving and you know potentially managing their premiums in that manner and, and monitoring their risk. It's the same thing with IT environments that continuously monitoring that will take place. And with that in mind, you'll also see that auditing attestation frameworks and others, I'm predicting that most of them are all going to start moving to more of a continuous thought mm-hmm. process. So it's not something that you look at once a year, but probably much more frequent. Yeah. Or there be proof that shows continuous protection over that period. Yeah, that's terrific. Uh, we're running out of time. So uh I want to thank you for a great discussion and for uh, making me uh, now stay up at night. That's really, I'm going to have to talk to you. Um, IT security is tremendously important, as you pointed out, and you're giving the audience some good insight and what's happening and where it's going to go. And that, with that, you mentioned that you were going to, uh, people should get in touch with you. How should they do that? Yeah, Ken, uh, ho- hopefully we can put people at ease. Um, I would encourage folks to to visit our website at lionguard.com, L-I-O-N-G-A-R-D.com, uh, and then reach out to me on LinkedIn. Uh, my profile is just Joe Alipat. Uh, happy to catch up with folks and chat about this very topic and uh, you know answer any specific questions that anyone has. Terrific. Well, thanks again. Uh, don't miss the next episode of Technology when we'll discuss how cutting-edge technology is being implemented across many industries and the results it's really having with these companies that's really what we think differentiates technology is we talk about how they're being implemented and the results of that implementation remember to please contact performance business solutions at performancebiz.com if you need help with any technology challenge whether it be large or small Again, I'm your host, Ken Umansky, and until we meet again on another technology podcast, keep innovating. <music>